What up, OGs? Welcome back to another episode of the OG Sessions Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Usher. Let's get it started. What up, OGs? Welcome back to another episode of the OG Sessions Podcast. Today, we've got a very special guest in the building for episode 43. Man, I'm super hyped on this episode. First off, shout out to everybody that's on the OG Sessions Patreon right now. Man, we love you guys. The support is absolutely unmatched. If you're listening right now on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Amazon Music, wherever, man, make sure you give us that five-star rating. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. Season one is almost coming to an end, man, and you do not want to miss this back half of episodes. These are getting fire and fire every week. Man, the guests get better and better every week, and you guys do not want to miss these episodes, man, but... For today, episode 43, huge guest in the building, man. I'm super hyped on this one. Please welcome my friend, Trav the Mogul. What's going on? What's up, man? I, dude, I'm super hyped on this episode. This was a connection that we made through Spirit. For sure. Yeah, so this Good is... Guy. Great guy. Great guy, man. Um, you know, all my listeners know, know Spirit. We had him on for episode 42. Um, man, I'm super hyped to have you here. How you feeling? I'm good, man. It's a it's a blessing, you know, how we, you know, of course. Oh yeah. Man. Uh, so it, it's a it's a blessing. I'm appreciative that I was recognized. You know what I'm saying? Of course. Regardless yeah. of whoever it is, it's always like uh, it's always like a shock. Yeah, me. I feel that. You know what I'm saying? So you got like a very real uh like humble mindset. Yeah, that's for how sure. I am too. Like whenever anybody notices any like motion I got going on or any. You know, especially like if I've been working hard on a project and people get that recognition, you know, I'm like, right. I love it. It always, it always feels good and it's really rewarding. Um, you know, you've got a lot of shit going on, man. I was kind of just scrolling through your page and we were talking a little bit when you first came in. Um, you're a busy man. For sure. Definitely. And, but. um, you know, I want to, I want to dive into all your ventures and, you know, all the plans and journeys you got going on right now. But, uh, let's go ahead and paint the picture for the audience and give them a little background on who is Trav the Mogul. Um, uh, a misunderstood <laughs> entrepreneur. I love it, man. You, know what I I'm love saying? It. you born and raised in the city? Yeah, born and raised in Jacksonville. Um, came from real humble beginnings, you know, like, so where I'm at now is like a real blessing. You what know was what life like growing up for you? Um, well, well like, as a as a as a child, you know what I'm saying. I ha I don't have fun, you know, doing the worst. <laughs> but you know, I grew up. I elevated. I lost a lot of friends growing up. You know what I'm saying. So I think that really like changed my mindset. Um, I played sports. Well, I played basketball mainly. Okay. So that was like, to me at that time, that was like my ticket out from everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. So. Um, uh, that's one thing. Um, like I said, I lost a lot of friends to like I'm probably one of the only friends I have. Well, I'm one of the only people that's alive or not in jail. Wow, you know what I'm saying? So, damn. What side of the city are you from? Um, the west side. Like, okay, word. Off uh, Matt Duff. Okay, word. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, but aside from that, I I grew uh, as a person. Um, I think family always pushed me in the right direction, like my dad, grandma, you know, yeah. things like that, siblings. Uh, so, and I, I realized I had a lot to carry, especially when you oldest, the oldest of siblings. So you got to lead by example. Yeah. So, and so, uh, how many siblings do you have? Um, all together, yeah. I have. Hold on. <laughs> um, I have. Uh, seven. Damn. All together. Damn, yeah. bro. I'm over here thinking I'm I'm the oldest of all my siblings too, but I've only got three little sisters, and uh, I know I know that feeling, man, where you kind of got like, you know, you've got that foundation at home, and you know the your your support system, I should say. Mm -hmm. Um, but actually going and you know kind of making a name for yourself is always kind of tricky, you know, cause you kind of got to, you're putting on for them, you know, like yeah. in, in your own eyes, you're kind of like looking out for your family and trying to do, or, you know, set an example for them. Right. For sure. And, uh, man, but congratulations to you. Like you fucking elevated, you know, you were talking about how, 
um, humble beginnings when you're growing up and things like that. And yeah. looking at you now, it's like, holy shit, bro. I bet, I bet it feels great. Yeah, it do from, um, you know, it's dark at night walking in cut the lights on in the kitchen you see roaches scattered everywhere yeah yeah so real humble yeah i bet it, i bet it's it feels a, great man uh let's yeah. kind of talk about what um what got you started and what got you out of that that um place that you used to be at man you know um what was kind of your first big break or your first passion um like i said it, i think basketball really like saved my life um i think it was more so an aspect of that was the first time it allowed me to like get out and see more to the world. Like I used to play travel basketball. Oh, word. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So when I played travel basketball, it was just like going out, seeing, seeing different cities and scenery and stuff like that. That's when I realized it was like more than Jacksonville. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? It's my bad. No, you good. But look, um, that's when I uh, realized it was more than, you know more to life than Jacksonville and what I was growing up in. Yeah. So, I think um, so. Basket. I say basketball saved my life. Um, so, high school and that's when I really wanted to go to college. That's when I really wanted like more for myself. So I end up going to college for basketball. Where'd you go to? Um, I went to a HBCU called Florida Memorial University. It's in Miami. Okay, bet. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah, so I um I got my degree in business, um even though I don't really use it, <laughs> you yeah. know, what I'm saying? I don't really use it like that. But I did get a degree. Um, I always been good with numbers and stuff too. So um, that's helpful think, with what you're doing. Yeah, everything like just all flowed together, and you know, it worked out for the best. Yeah, it's really interesting, man. Those business degrees, like a lot of people will say. Um, you know, or, or a lot of people that have gone to school to get their business degree will say the same thing. Like they never really use it or it never really applies to like being an entrepreneur, you know, cause being an entrepreneur is such a, you know, tricky path for a lot of people. You know, it's like, right. you kind of got to just put yourself out there and get your feet wet and see what it is you actually like doing yeah. and, and get comfortable with, you know, putting on for yourself and making and creating something of your own. Um, and with a business degree, I feel like it. It helps you kind of learn like what you said, the number side of things and kind of the mm -hmm. the what what goes in, you know, on the background of a business and of being an entrepreneur and things like that. But as far as like being an actual entrepreneur, like a lot of these, um, you know, side hustles people start doing or like for me, creating a podcast or creating a clothing brand or whatever mm -hmm. it is, you know, a business degree wouldn't have done shit for me. You yeah, know? I don't really I, honestly speaking, I don't really feel like I don't feel like college is mandatory, like. I don't think um, it really helped me to only thing only thing I could say about college like honestly it it allowed me to grow up you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying you go out and be on your own so the whole experience is great but as far as like um, you need to go to college and get in debt and stuff like that no it's not it's not really worth it but the people I met along the way you know what I'm saying I think that was like that that was more so the benefit. The, yeah, it was more so the benefit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So and it's kind of cool because you know if it, some people like call like you say college is an experience. And so like if I was in the situation where you know my parents had a shit ton of money when I was growing up right. or or whatever it is, and they could afford to send me to college and it wouldn't really affect me down the road, like dude, fuck yeah, I would have totally gone to college and taken the experience because I mean. First off, it's a really fun experience, and it looks like it's a really fun experience for a lot of people. Right. But also, you know, it is kind of just like a, like you said, a chance for you to go be on your own and kind of, you know, get a get a taste of life a little bit, you know. Yeah, for sure. And um, you know, that wasn't the situation for me at all. You know, it was if I went to college, it was going to be coming out of my pocket. And at the end of the day, I was just like, I wasn't, I wasn't sure on what I wanted to do at the time, you know. Right. And um, but for you, you know, you went and played basketball, mm -hmm. HBCU. You're in Miami. I bet you were loving life down there, man. Was I? <laughs> yeah, it, it was a. That was some of the best times of my life. I ain't gonna lie. I believe like, it, man. What do you remember? What kind of what part of Miami you were in? Uh, Miami Gardens. Oh my god. Dude. Yeah, I was in Miami Gardens. <sighs> so I'm really like, I'm like 15 minutes from everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh yeah, that's right there, man. Yeah, the beach probably like, well, South Beach probably like 25 minutes. But nothing. Exactly. That's nothing, man. Um, when you were down there, you're playing basketball. 
uh, you're going to school, things like that. Did you ever have like the ambition to try to get into the league or try to take your basketball to the next level while you were down there? Or were you kind of focused on that business degree? Nah, no, I didn't. Um, like, being honest, when I was down there playing basketball, the league was like out the question. But I I was interested in like going cross seas or something, playing basketball. But I think my senior year after the season, after the season was over, it just was like, my heart wasn't there no more to like really stay committed to want to go play cross season nothing like that. It was more so like I got to get some money. Like yeah, that, yeah. It, it, I, it's like I really had like a shift in focus. Basketball was no longer the primary. Yeah, you know and, it, and at that point, man, it's like you might as well just roll with your gut. You know what I right. mean? Instead of just doing the same thing you've been going with, if your heart isn't into it like it was in the beginning, then it's kind of smarter just to like take a step back and be like, all right. Let's go get some money. Let's take a different path or just yeah. get your feet wet in a different industry, kind of see what you like doing. Because yeah. it sounds like, you know, before that, you didn't really have much of much business experience at all, you know, before you right. went to college. You know, you're just focused on playing basketball and uh, yeah. the game. And so college is over. You get your degree. Did you come back to Jacksonville? Yeah. I came back um, after graduation. What was your plan? I was getting it all together. Yeah. Like, you know how um, – most people, like, you probably got friends who graduated from college. They'll be like, yeah. after they graduate, it's really nothing. Like, they be stuck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was stuck. I was actually, like, in a, in a dark place. You know what I'm saying? I didn't really know what I was going to do. What I, I know what I wanted to do. You yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? But it's, like, more so, like, anything, getting started. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where do I start at? Um you know, financials take a, a, a bit toll on you in in your goals a lot of times. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was more so just like where do I start? But luckily I had like great people around me, you know what I'm saying, to help me achieve my goals, help me get where I wanted to go. And like we all direct each other in the right path. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So and that's really important, man, because, uh, you know, I like that you mentioned that because for a lot of people, that's that's kind of the problem, too, is like, um, you know, that it's a process. It's like when you're in college, the schedule, everything's already lined up for you. You know, you go to classes, you know, you eat, mm. eat lunch at the same time every fucking day, go to bed at the same time, do homework at the same time. You know, it's like and, and you were playing sports, so it's like you're probably even on more of a schedule than that, you know? For sure. And so then when you come into the real world and you start a business or – you know, you do something where it's kind of forcing you to be on your own or like become an entrepreneur or something like that. You it's it's a whole new shift and you have to create your own schedule and you have to figure out what things you have to get done in order to elevate your business or your, your whatever you're creating, you know. And um, I, I, I can see that being very difficult. And for me, it was really difficult as well, kind of getting started, kind of figuring right. out like, OK, how am I going to do this? How am I going to uh you know, create this thing that I want to create, you know? Um, yeah, you, you just got to, like, I, I had talked with um someone probably, like, last week. We were talking. I said, she was like, I, I don't really know, like, where to start. I said, you got to just say fuck it and take a gamble, take a risk. Like, yep. um, you prolonging the situation, what is that going to do? Like, either <laughs> if you don't do it, it's like you failed anyway because yeah. you never tried. Exactly. So 100%. you you just gotta say fuck it, man. Take a gamble on your own. Whatever you really want to do, just take a gamble on it. Yeah, I love that, man. That's and that's so true because everybody wants it to be like okay, a guarantee. Like oh, I know if I start this or if I if I you know complete these first two tasks and the third one's just gonna fall into my lap. But it's like it's never like that. It's and, never that simple. And nowadays, man, it's like there's so much competition with anything. I mean, you can be literally anything out there and there's gonna be competition. There's just yeah. so everyone's trying to do their own thing or everyone's yeah. you know, you're never the only one trying to do something. So you gotta kinda have that mindset of like, okay, I have to be better. I just have to be a little bit better than them. Right. You know what I mean? Or I just have to, you know, look at what they're doing and at least give it my all. You yeah. know what I mean? Because oh. there's going to, if you don't give it your all, somebody's going to surpass you quickly or you're yeah. never even going to get to the point of what you and, would expect. And there's nothing wrong with taking a little from different people to, you know what I'm saying, put whatever you have together and like mix your um ideas and everything into it. There's nothing wrong with learning from people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So 
I think um, people definitely get it misconstrued. Like you said, it's everything. Everyone does everything. So like, um, it, say you want to do a podcast. I know it's a million people out here with podcasts, but you just got to find something that separates you. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of, say, if I watch your podcast, I can watch their podcast. I can watch. You feel 100%, me? 100%. Yeah. It, it, someone exactly. is going to watch everything because it's something different about each one of those podcasts. Com- rather, it's conversations. They may like the setup. They may like um, a woman who co-hosting is yeah, something. Yeah, 100%. You know what I'm yeah, saying? facts. So, um, yeah, I like that, man. And I kind of, I I find myself doing that as well, like with a lot of things. Like, uh, you know, before I started my podcast, like for example, like what you're just saying is like, I would take little bits and pieces from other podcasts that I'd like. I'd be like, ooh, I like their intro. Or ooh, I like the way that their co-host carries on a conversation. Or I like, like you said, their setup, their, you know, um, topics, whatever it is. And right. I feel like that's important for people too, is to kind of establish what you want to create or what you are interested in creating. If you're an entrepreneur or if you're a, a you know, just a, a creative in general and, um, take a little bit from other people that have already done it. You know right. what I mean? And take it like for me, like the podcast that I was kind of, uh, you know, taking things away from whenever I first started and listening to a lot, were like the top, top dog podcast, like, mm-hmm. you know, Folson, Joe Rogan, Off the Porch, you know what I mean? Like some of these podcasts yeah. that like, you know, we've, we we know were dominant podcasts. Yeah. And um, I knew that there was a reason that they were so dominant and a reason that they're doing so well. And I was like, I want to take some of these pieces from them and imply it in my own pod, yeah. you know? That, um, what I do on um, my podcast, like, I watch um, Million Dollars Worth of Game podcast. Oh, my God. Dude, I, you watch know what I'm saying? I love that podcast. <laughs> yeah. And, and one thing that got me in tune with theirs was how, like, just natural and genuine it was. You know what I'm saying? It don't be no filter. Um, no script. No script. Like, yep. they're bringing on, like, people giving inspiration, whether it's young artists, young – it's different. You know yeah, what I'm saying? 100%. And, and plus, like, they have – they come from – uh, street essence, essence background. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So I, I, I really like they podcast. I think, um, like far as blueprint. Yeah, that'll be like a podcast. That'll be what my podcast is like moving towards. Yeah, dude, I, I agree. I love Million Dollars Worth of Game, yeah. bro. I've been listening to them for so long, and um, they recently just got a big deal from Barstool. Yeah, so I they're hundred million. Yeah, man, that's it's see, a lot of money dude, out here. Isn't right this now, shit right? crazy? Yeah. Like, you know, a lot of people kind of sleep on the podcast game and like the kind of deals you can get, but like, dude, Barstool, they've they've signed like over 20, 30 podcasts already to these big deals, and it's mm-hmm. just. It's insane. It's honestly just a lot of inspiration for me, and I'm sure you as well. Right. Um. You know, chasing that big deal at yeah. the end of the road, man. Because um, yeah, that definitely sparked the motivation. Uh, motivating factor in me. I was like, "Is really a lot of money? Like just out here in general? Like, yeah. In anything you do, like someone, long as you got views, you have a following. It's someone out here who will pay you for your talent. One hundred percent. One hundred percent, man. Um. You mentioned your podcast, and uh, I want to talk about that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Mogul Talk? For sure. I love it, bro. That's a fucking fire-ass name. Um, tell me a little bit how how you started your podcast and how this idea even came about to you. Okay, so um, how I started it was, so I used to do, like, I guess in a sense, like motivational um, word in, uh, motivational speeches on Instagram. Oh, word, okay. You know what I'm saying? So I used to just give out game, like a little backstory. Like, I used to just do that frequently. Yeah, yeah. So I used to always get the DMs of like, you should do a podcast. You really should do a podcast. Like, I used to get those. Every time I drop a video, I get those DMs. So I was like, um, I sat down and... Like my homeboys, they'll be like, "Bro, why, why won't you do it?" I yeah. was like, "Man, fuck it, I give it a try." You know what I'm saying? So, did you know anything about like recording or like you know? Because I know for me, when I first got into the podcast shit, I was like, I didn't know, I didn't even know how to like record, a, or, you know, even set up a podcast I, or record it or anything. I didn't, but the internet is in the palm of your hands. You know Amen. what I'm saying? So I, I looked everything up as far as the podcast setup, um, and. I went on, I probably went to Guitar Center or Amazon or something. I ordered the my whole setup. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? So I, I really, I gave it some thought 
I gave it a lot of thought before I did it, but um, like I did, uh, I actually did a trial run with my first episode never dropped. Oh, really? I, right. So I, I did a trial run, and then I just wanted to see how it go after it's editing and everything. And I told him, I said, um, we'll be back next week to do the first episode. Okay, I like it. What was that? What was that first trial run like, man? Um, it it was different for me because, like, I can have regular conversation, but I think I was stuck in the factor of do do I want to say this or? But it's like, can you say this on YouTube? Yeah, you yeah, get yeah. What I'm saying hundred percent. So I'm yeah. stuck. But then I was like. Man, I want mine to be authentic. Like you gonna get the real me. You gonna get whoever on this podcast. You gonna get the real them. Like so, I think I had to um, like hone that that energy with everyone. So, like over time, I think my podcast got better and better. Like I got better. Everyone got better. You create like um, like. um, you know, just create a bond with everyone. Y'all oh, get yeah, exactly. System. You guys have a relationship and you can yeah. work easily together. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And, um, uh, you know, I like what you were saying about how, um, you know, that first episode, you weren't, it sounds like you weren't really as comfortable as you normally right, would be. I wasn't. And that's kind of how I was. I had actually re recorded my uh, episode <laughs> one once I got my new microphones because I would always go back and listen to it. And as you know, like, episode, your first episode always gets like, even if you're on, like, for me, I'm, we're recording episode 44. Episode 1 still goes up in numbers for me. Yeah, because for people sure. people kind of assume episode 1 is, like, the, the trailer or, like, the intro to your podcast, which mm-hmm. it usually is, you know? And um, for me, I ended up going back and recording mine because, you know, my intro episode, it wasn't even me. You know what I mean? Like, right. when I recorded it, I was, like, I kind of was trying to, uh, you know, I was I was focused more on trying to make it, like, entertaining for the audience or make it you know, so that it sounds like somebody else's podcast or like it sounds like one of the podcasts I listen to. But in reality, man, like what you were saying, what the audience is looking for are those 100% unscripted, authentic conversations. Right. People want to hear what it sounds like, you know, if people want to hear the same conversation that they would hear if me and you went out and grabbed lunch right now, no microphones. Exactly. And that's how you're supposed to want it. Exactly, man. And and that's what I like. And we we were even talking about that when you first came in. Um, we're kind of going back and forth on like different things we do with our podcast and it's interesting. It's like, you know, nowadays people will focus so much on like trying to script the whole podcast or, or just trying to make it so that, um, it's, it sounds good for the audience or I, I don't really know exactly what they're trying, like going for, but right. what people want is to just hear what you sound like talking to your friend while you're at lunch or while you guys are just hanging out smoking one or something. You know? Right. And I think within my first first three episodes that I dropped, um, I know it was it had to be the my second or third. I think it had got like nineteen thousand views like early. God damn! Was it was this on uh, YouTube? This was on YouTube. Wow, yeah. bro! This on Holy YouTube. shit! Um, I think. How many episodes do you have right now? Uh, that I don't know. Um, probably. Maybe twenty. Okay, nice. Okay. Yeah, maybe. But I had um took a break um in between that time. I had, you know, a situation happened, but I had took a break. I actually just started picking it back up. And like I said before, we actually came on air. I'm re innovating my podcast. You so. told me about that, yeah. So yeah. Um I have like I ha- I literally have like five or six episodes that I haven't even dropped. Oh really? Yeah. So. So there's. Uh, hey, hey, man, check out my boys' podcast, uh, Mogul Talk. Mogul Talk. We're getting podcast. a to- totally revamping the studio and getting everything um, all cleaned up and crisp for y'all. So uh, <laughs> yeah. get ready. You got some some episodes in the vault that's gonna be on the way. So, um, yeah, man, I, I I love you know always sitting down with another podcaster and just kind of learning about their journey and learning about what they've been through, um, because mm. this pro this creative process is different for everybody. You know, it's no one has the same path with this podcast shit at all. You know, um, like you said, you base yours off of million dollars worth of game. Uh, did you want your podcast to be more guest based? Um, both. I wanted okay. like a, a even balance uh, because I I'm real big on um, like my friends and people I'm like close to. 
Like I know they have personality. So I I love when they can get that recognition along yeah. with me. You know what I'm saying? So but I think now I really do wanna get into guests. I don't have guests already. Okay. Like I don't have um Whopper with the Chopper. Oh shit. I done had, yeah, I don't have um Casey and I don't have a shit, few bro. Guests. Yeah. yeah. And you that boy only got twenty episodes and you already getting some big big yeah, time so guests on there, man. I got um I got some bigger guests lined up also. So I I'm just working. Good shit, you know, man. I'm just trying to find a balance. Yeah. With everything is. else I got going on. Yeah, so let's let's um kind of step into that space as well because um I know you're an investor and an entrepreneur as well. Mm-hmm. Um, what's what are some of the things? Kind of take me take me down that journey for me and uh, kind of paint the picture of uh, how you got into all that. Um, I'm assuming this is, after, this is after college, right? Yeah. So how'd you get into? Um, are are you into real estate as well? Yeah. Yeah, because I saw that you were uh, either flipping homes or selling selling homes, whatever. To tell, kind of break down that whole journey for me. Um. So. By by the time I got like heavily into investing, so okay, let me let me uh, rewind a little bit. Yeah, give, so, give me the, give me it from the beginning, man. Okay, I'm gonna give you the the humble beginnings part. Let's so, get it. I love it. I um initially when when I was into it before I like I guess built up my financial portfolio uh, to be able to qualify to invest in everything. I was going to get my real estate license. Okay. So I went, took the class and everything. I passed the class test. No problem. Um, I went to take the state test. I never passed it. Like, I I took it probably, I took it quite a few times. Like, my dad used to even be saying, like, you're going to get it. You're going to get it. And then, so I never passed it. So at that point, I was like, man, fuck it. I had to end up, you know, I was financially able to do what I wanted to do. And it was like me and me and DJ Shop. Okay. That's yeah. like that's like my brother and my business partner also. Word. So um we were just sitting down politicking. We were like, man, I told him, I said, man, we need to start investing in homes. Like it's that's where the money at, real estate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like I said, we took that leap of faith. Like fuck it, that's just how we live on the edge. So yeah, we um we not scared to take risks. So um can't be. We we um went start investing, like finding different ways to um I guess find properties. Uh, the first property we ever visited, someone tried to like scam us on the property, like all type of stuff, like not letting you know it's liens, but. This what is public because the? they they knew we were fresh into it. Facts. Like you yeah, could yeah. you could tell when someone is you get what I'm saying. Yeah, so they're yeah. gonna try to get over on you in anything. Yeah. So, boom, uh, that happened, um, but that didn't get anywhere. So, fast forward, our first property, I think, um, we end up buying, we end up flipping. Um, it it didn't make the basically the flip wasn't what we thought it was like we profited don't get me wrong Thanks. but it was more so a learning experience yeah so now you know after we don't we don't had experience in it talk to different people um it's more consistent more like it it's easier on us you know what i'm saying and, yeah, like, i'm sure it gets easier every home too yeah like, it gets the more easier. you guys do it it's like you know after that, there it's never going to be as rough as that first one. You yeah, know? for sure. So, like, nah, you know, you run the different contractors. Like everything, it, it's just simple. Like, like it's 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 been a journey. Don't get me wrong, but like I can I can I think I can give like a a class or something like that on yeah. far as investing because investing in, in real estate because a lot of people think you just need like your own liquid money like and that's not the case but if you know someone wanted to class with me or something i sit down and give them game because i'm done giving that free game because people want to charge you when it's the oh yeah when, when it's, it's you on the other foot i was about to say when saying? it's the other way around and you're looking for game man everybody wants to charge you nickel and dime for for tons yeah, of information so. and shit it's um it's it's interesting man i love to hear that because uh you know um 
T behind the camera. Shout out T. She just took her real estate exam. Um, not to make you feel bad, but passed that bit on the first try. No, that's um, a that I. She was telling shout me, out to her. you know, we all the reason she passed it on the first try was because we knew how difficult that shit was. Yeah, and we spent hours, hours of every single day just going over flashcards and doing all these different things. Yeah. And even when she took it, she was like this was the hardest test I've ever taken. You know yeah. what I mean? And she was saying it was, it was really difficult. And, um, and so, you know, I think people sleep on the, on real estate, you know, yeah. and especially like doing it on your own too. It's like, you don't always need that license if you're going to invest in real estate right. and things like that. And, and I, um, I think one of the biggest reasons I didn't pass the test was, so they, I'm not sure why, but they took like, a while for my background check to go through come back after i took the class test so i'm not a study study type person like if i think if i if you line that test up with me the day after I, if you line the state test up with me a day after i take the class test i'll pass it because it's fresh Facts. you yeah, get what yeah. i'm saying but um so they waited too long and i'm not like a steady steady guy and by then you're like yeah, yeah I'm, it, I'm tuned out it's either I'm, I'm gonna go in here i'm gonna try to remember what i can remember but yeah. if i don't pass it is and you've already got like at this point like you're just from like what we've talked about so far it's like you've already got so much shit going on in your life right and you already got so many different ventures you're trying to do so it's like with that you're sure as hell not about to sit down and start studying something that uh, right. you know, you don't even know when you're going to be taking the damn test, you well, know? I, I, yeah, that, and I really wanted my license to cut out the middleman. Facts. Yeah, yeah. Saying? Makes sense, yeah. That sounds real selfish, don't it? <laughs> I mean, no, not really, because, I mean, you, and no matter what we're doing, we're always trying to cut out the middleman. Right. Because the middleman just means more money and less money to you, you know what I mean? But more money to um that you got to pay somebody else you know yeah and um dude that's being an entrepreneur everybody wants to cut out the middle man that's the main goal you know so don't feel bad about that shit at all yeah but but it doesn't really a middle person not bad to have like um my like she's like my sister right now um she's my realtor um but she she actually does like a great job so it, it makes you be like Look, I, I can't do all this by myself. Facts, or, like yeah. you need people to basically play a role in your life and same with you have to play a role in other people's life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You never know why some people come about. But um I think now she makes she makes it easier on me. She makes it easier on Shad when it comes to like investing or if it comes to finding homes or something like that. Like How many so, homes have you guys done now? Quite a few. Yeah. Yeah. Good shit, man. Do you, um, is it most of your real estate investing in Jacksonville? Yeah. Or do you guys ever go out of the city and do stuff? No, we haven't been out of the city yet. It's mostly Jacksonville. Yeah. Well, dude, this is a booming market to, to find it in. I mean, you see, you see fixer uppers all over the place, man. Even out here at the beaches are fixer uppers all around. For sure. So, um, you get into the real estate investing. Mm -hmm. What's next for you? Well, you know, I have, um, a restaurant too yeah Re- restaurant lounge i have legacy um, tell me a little bit about that man so is that, is that actually your place yeah yeah dude, that shit's fire because i always i see there's like always events going on there and shit and yeah um you'd be having tons of tons of big names walking in and out of that place yeah we um i'm one of the owners is uh five of us okay we're um all of us um like brothers before we even opened legacy so it was like an easy transition for us as far as like um creating something new. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Of course it was a learning experience as far as the restaurant aspect. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? But like a it's all coming together. Yeah. Now, you know, like you said, we, we've had big artists come through. We had um uh, we had a lot of different people come through. We had like YK Osiris, we've had Nardo Wick. Um, we had spin the bands, waffle with the chopper. Fuck yeah, uh, bro! Like, so how long? How how long you guys been open with that? Um, it made a year on August twenty first. Oh, congrats, man! That's fucking dope. Yeah, so, we we working. I I think um legacy was like a something Jacksonville needed because like far as the vibe, I don't think it's anything like that in Jacksonville. But you'll go out of town and find 
this same vibe so we just wanted to bring something like that to the city i love it man and that's you're, you're speaking facts with that it's like you can go to miami and find four or five different restaurants just like yeah Legacy. exactly but you come back to jacksonville and they're nothing like that nothing and what what kind of impression do you think that gives off to like these big artists that come through like you named like yk osiris you know while with the chop and wick like they go to all these big time cities and they can go to six different clubs in one night if they wanted to you know what i mean yeah where if they come to jacksonville it's like what are their options? You know what I'm saying? They don't yeah. They don't really have, like, the clubs, like, especially, I mean, even back in the day, we used to have a couple clubs, but they still weren't, like, anything, like, yeah, not, it wasn't, like. Not a lounge. Yeah, like, like exclusive, yeah. higher-end, Miami, South Beach sure. style. Yeah. Um, You know, so, when, did they approach you about um, becoming a part owner in this, or was it kind of your idea as well? Um, you said did they approach us about what? Like whenever you were creating a legacy, did you was this kind of your idea or did they approach you and they wanted you to be a partner in it? Um, no, it was all of our idea. Like I said, um we were brother we, we talk every day. Oh word. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like it's like that type of brotherhood. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it it was more so a us thing. It was like if this opportunity because we haven't talked about it before, like before it even came about, but it was like like when we go out of town, we be like, we need to open something like this in Jacksonville. Jacksonville needs this. If we ever had the opportunity to do it, it's getting done. Yeah, I love and it. And when it presented itself, like it, we could not turn that down. I'm not even gonna lie. Like we just couldn't turn it down. Yeah. What so, kind of what kind of food y'all serve up in there, man? Man, we have lamb chops, lobster, salmon. Let's go. Um, seafood, mac and cheese, uh, steak. We have. Let's Everything. go, man. So Full you, menu. So let, let's drop the Addy for these people, man, so they can go check it out. 3610 Blandon Boulevard. Yes, sir. Y'all heard him, man. Go check it out. Uh, get you some lamb chops. Get you some lobster, baby. Uh, you never knew who you're going to go see up in there, man. So uh, congratulations to y'all, man. Yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate it. It's, it's definitely uh, – I've seen I've seen a lot of the hype around Legacy. And, um, you know, I used, to, I used to work in the club scene as well. Like, mm. I was a light DJ for a while yeah and um you know I'd, I'd see all kinds of big names coming through and i'd be working in certain clubs or working in certain places i'm like you know this place is this is a cool spot but it's not like it's not it you know what i yeah. mean like if you're if you're fucking nardo wick bro or you're some of these guys where it's like they've been going city to city to city uh and then you come back to jacksonville and you know you come back and you're at a club like you know a, a small little club like out like club heaven or something that's out there in, in mm -hmm. the middle of uh nowhere essentially you know what i mean and you're just like being some of these big time celebrities and these big time artists it's like it's got to suck for them not being able to have like that spot to go to you know yeah but um you know you guys are you guys are bringing the solution for that for sure yeah and i and i love when um like no matter how big you are you never too big for home so i love when like artists come back rather it's not even just artists anybody come back home and support home you Facts, get what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, so I, I, I commend anyone who does that. Uh, Same, 100%. Organically. Who are some of your favorite artists? Um, Right now? Yeah, like you just listen to on your free time. Who I listen to on my free time. I listen to, I got a lot of different vibes and emotion about myself, but um, some of my favorite artists right now, uh, Young and Ace, oh, um, yeah. Rod Wave, um... Dirk, uh, G Herbo, um, uh, but I listen to, uh, Lil Russell. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I like Lil Russell. The sleeper. Yeah. Um. What's um What's his name? Like a lot of people don't know I listen to stuff like this, but uh, the kid Leroy. Oh yeah, bro. Yeah, see, I, oh dude, like he's him. he's a fucking beast, man. And it's yeah. funny, my girl put me on him not that long ago. He had, I guess, he had a song with Justin Bieber or some shit, and we yeah. started listening to him. But then we went down and checked out some of his other music one night. Went down that rabbit hole, mm. and he's a fucking sleeper, bro. I, yeah, I, so. I like him, man. He's got a vibe for sure. Yeah, um, I, I listen to a lot of different people. Like I go through a lot of different emotions. Like looking back on, yeah, same man. I listen to all kinds of shit. I I listen to a lot of like. Uh, a lot of underground stuff, you know, a lot of Seti sure. Hendrix, a lot of Gunna. Um, yeah. I like, I, I'm real big on, on Lil Papa, too. He, oh, word, he, yeah. He's hard. I like Lil Papa as well. Um, 
you know, and especially any really anybody that's come out of Jacksonville. Yeah, any, yeah, I was just about I'm to a, say that. Jacksonville is yeah. like I listen to all Jacksonville. Artists. All Jacksonville, all man. I like to support the city no matter what, even if they're fucking trash, man. So shout out to all you Jacksonville rappers. <laughs> right. <laughs> but um, that, like, music is like therapy to me. You know what I'm saying? So nice. I listen to I listen to a lot of different music. A lot. It depends like, on how you're feeling that day. Yeah, it depends on how I'm feeling. Like, I could, I could be in the car. Like, what I listen to in the car with my friends or whoever in the car with me, It'll be different to if I'm by myself. Facts, you know bro. 100%. I'm, I'm the exact same way. Literally. Yeah. yeah if, I'm, if I'm just cruising, especially if it's been a long day, man, I'm turning yeah. on something just a little little bit slower, a little something on the easier side, man. And yeah. then, um, you know, once I get the ox in my hands, I got some people in the car. I'm like, all right. Yeah. I don't like when people ride with me. Then I got to cater to what you want to listen exactly, to. Exactly. Exactly. I was riding with um someone the other day. Uh, we in the car. And they they end up falling asleep. I was like, thank God. Like now I can <laughs> now I can listen to what I want to listen exactly. to. Exactly. Like give me my give me my turn, man. Yeah. Um and I'm real big on um poetry too. So Oh word, okay. Yeah, That's so, interesting. How'd you get into that? I don't know, it's like a hobby I just picked up. I love that, bro. That's yeah. fucking dope. Do you write it all like yourself or do you usually do you just like reading poetry? No, I don't I don't I don't read it. I can um listen to it. From certain people, but like I got into just writing my own. I love that, like, it's bro. Just, it's like a a hobby I recently picked up. Like a lot of people never knew I did it before I did it. Like, yeah, I, yeah. Only reason they knew because I said I ended up dropping a video on my Instagram. Um, but that was the only time they knew. But that's I dope, bro. I fucks with that. Um, did you? Did you ever get to try to go down that like musical path? Like you know, obviously if you're into poetry, sometimes people are trying to connect the two. And no, I, I I never I never got into the whole music thing. I love music. Um, yeah. Far as um, like when I was real young, I tried rapping. Yeah. But that was like you know I'm probably like ten. Yeah, just 11. getting yeah, just you know fucking saying? around. Yeah, yeah, fucking around Having with fun. friends and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like right now, no, I'm not. Uh, after that, I never got into music. I, I love music, though. I listen to it. Um, but as far as writing, um, I don't think it cor like me writing poetry don't correlate to me making music. Yeah. And there's so much more that goes into it, too. Like, yeah. you know, it's not just, you know, they're similar in a sense, but at the same time, it's like they're both their own kind of different lane. And, right. they, you know, they you can connect them if you want to, but... Otherwise, they're two totally separate things. Yeah, you know? for sure. Um, how'd you get the name Trav the Mogul? Um, so when when I was in school, um, being real, well, not even just school, like I always like like motivational things. You get mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So I I was real big on like still to this day I'm real big on anything motivational. Like, Word. Um, but me and my roommate. Um, E, we used to listen to, like, he was like me. We listened to a lot of different music. But we was, around this time, we was real big on um, Nipsey Hussle. Mm -hmm. Like, we used to listen to Nipsey Hussle a lot, like, watch the videos. and You know what I'm saying? That's that's yeah, what man. we was like at that time we was hooked on. So um, I think after college, I think I was making, like, my transition. And I really just was, like, coming up with basically my brand. And so, something just hit me. I was like, I'm going to go with Trav the Mogul because it's like, if you listen to Nipsey, it's a lot of mogul in what he speak about. It's, he always speaking on being a mogul and things like that. So, um, I just tied that into everything I did. So, I just took that and ran with it. Yeah, I love Nipsey Hustle, bro. Yeah. Just like his whole journey and RIP to him, like, you watch some of these old clips from Nip Nipsey back in the day, bro, and he was just like the. I mean, I wish I could have just had a friend like that in my life, yeah. where they're just always like so motivational and always speaking facts and things like that. It would have just been so beneficial to I feel like anybody, um, you know. And and some of those old clips of him, like he's he was one of the smartest guys, yeah, like in was. that industry, bro. You For know, sure. and um. You know, I'm I'm kind of the same way. Like, I'm really big into motivational speakers. I follow a lot of motivational speakers on mm -hmm. social media and things like that. Yeah. Eric Thomas, you know, um, 
some of these guys that are maybe not even necessarily motivational, yeah. but they're just like uh, entrepreneurs themselves, yeah. you know, and then kind of give out free game and things like that. Um, I like Inky Johnson too. Oh, I love Inky yeah. Johnson, bro. Yeah. Dude, his story is insane. Yeah. Playing football, injuring himself, and turn, mm-hmm. becoming like what he is now. And now he's he's probably even bigger than he would have been playing exactly. football, which is For crazy, sure. bro. Like God's plan, man. If you guys haven't heard of Inky Johnson, check his ass out, man. Um, is there anybody else motivational that you'd be listening to a lot? Um, not not off the top of my head. Uh, like I I listen to quotes from anybody. Like I don't listen. I see quotes or clips or something with Jay Z or P Diddy, but um, I think my real like authentic motivation come from like my friends and the people around me. To be honest, like, um, cause I'll get more out of what they're saying. Like if we sitting down talking and you know just conversation, they telling me something or they telling me what they got going on or like I get more out of that. Yeah, you get what I'm saying? like I don't, I don't had talks with my close friend, um, of course, Shab, um, but Mike, like I had a lot of talks with them. Like, I think they spark a big motivation in me too. Like, um, I'm gonna show you actually the Golden Boy. His name is Golden Boy. The okay, Golden Boy. I'm gonna show you his uh social media and stuff. He he got a lot going on. You should Word. check him out. Oh yeah, dude, we'd love to have him on the podcast, man. And yeah, so that's how we got you on the podcast is by Spirit throwing your name out there. So you yeah. now you gotta repay the favor and throw somebody else out there, bro. I fucking love it. Yeah, so. Um what's what's kind of some things that uh you know maybe the audience doesn't know or maybe even your audience doesn't know about you, man. Like what are some of the things you do in your free time um besides, you know, working and obviously hustling? Um like I I don't think as far as the poetry thing, I don't think everyone knew I, I wrote as much as I do, you know what I'm saying? It's like, like I said, my therapy, my vent session to me, you get what I'm saying? Um, yeah. So something else they probably don't know I do. Uh, I think I uh, seen a post, uh, it may have been a little bit ago, but I was just scrolling through your social media for a little bit and um, I seen you were renting out your car. Oh, yeah, I do um, Turo also. Yeah, so that's dope, man. I was going to ask you a little bit about that, if you don't mind talking about it on the podcast, bro, because, yeah, um, no, you know, no. I was thinking about I was thinking about doing that myself yeah. a while ago. Is it worth it? Yeah, it's, it, it's worth it. Um, <clears throat> like, the basis of it, to be honest, like, you know, it's one time I'm getting some free game. Yeah, yeah. So, nah, you, I, I, I rent my car through Turo, well, rent a car through Turo, um, basically went in, financed the car. I went and got it. Um, so it basically pays for itself. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Facts, like, yeah. I don't come out of pocket for payments. Um, and I'll keep the profit every month that's made off the car. Would you, do you mind if I ask what kind of whip it is? Um, it's a, a Mustang, a drop top Mustang. Okay, nice. Yeah. So, and so whenever, have you ever had like an instance where, Maybe somebody brings it back in a different way that you would let it out then. You know, um, like maybe come back a little dirty or maybe some ash. No, it, it, it'll, it'll, it'll come back dirty. I'm not going to lie. You'll have them, them moments. But, you know, of course, you could you could charge a fee or it's a fee included as far as, you know what I'm saying? But you don't have okay. too many cases where it's just, you're not going to have a, well, I'm not going to say you're not going to have. <laughs> but I haven't ran across a situation where someone just trashed my vehicle, like left left it any kind of way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The most I had to do is, you know, vacuum. Yeah, yeah, get yeah. Washed. You know what I'm saying? It's never been nothing too crazy. And then how are you covered? Like, I guess I guess it's all through the app and shit. Like, if they wreck that bit, bro. Yeah. Because I mean, you cover through Turo. Okay, nice. Okay, yeah. that's what I figured. Yeah, yeah you cover through Turo. Um, you'll have options on, like, when you're putting your car on there, they'll give you a few options you want to choose from as far as a deductible and things like that. Okay. So, it's a... Um, the choice is yours. Yeah, exactly. I kind yeah. I think kind of depends on what kind of whip you're rolling with as well, man. You know, yeah. uh, something like a Mustang. It's like because you know, for in my opinion, well, I, I guess just from my perspective, um, you know, I see these Toro things, and a lot of that, like times I'll get an ad for one. It's like it's got a picture of like a fucking like Nissan GTR, or like a Porsche mm-hmm. on the front. You know what I mean? And yeah. in my eyes, I'm like, shit, I want to rent that car just to go put the pedal to the floor out on A1A or some shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or just like go have some fun with it, but. 
um, you know, I always kind of think about like the other perspective of it is like the people that are renting out these cars, like, are you ever worried that, you know, maybe the person you're renting it out to doesn't have the car's best interest in mind? And, you know, cause I mean, you, eventually you drive a sport it, car like a maniac enough, man, that bitch is going to break down or something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> no, I don't, I haven't thought that deep into it. I'm like, um, as long as you, you know, bring it back, <laughs> just <laughs> as long as you bring it back, how I Paint send it out on there. Yeah. Like it, it, it's not a big deal. Yeah. We all had rental cars. You going facts. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? You're going to do what you do with it. But like I said, as long as you bring it back in one piece, how I send it out, no crash or nothing. I'm fine with it. I love it, man. Yeah. And, um, I appreciate that free game there. How old did you say you were? I think I don't know if we said I'm, in the beginning. I'm 29. Okay, bet, bet, yeah. bet. And what's the um, what would you say is like the biggest piece of advice that you could give to maybe your younger self or just another young aspiring entrepreneur? It doesn't necessarily have to be like a real estate investor or anything, but um, um, biggest advice is like um, don't don't overthink. Like, just be you. You know what I'm saying? Don't overthink anything because sometimes it is that simple. Facts, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's why I tell, like, my younger self, like, sometimes it, it just is that simple. You know what I'm saying? Take Don't take, stress the small stuff. Yeah, don't yeah. stress the small stuff. Take life how it come at you. Um, accept them wins how you take them losses. Facts, you know yeah, yeah. So, Amen. Um, I love it, man. And, uh... Dude, it's been a pleasure having you come up in the studio yeah, today, bro, sure. and uh, getting to talk to you. And, uh, you know, I'm hoping for it again. You yeah. know, you've got a ton of great things on your path. And, uh, you know, obviously, shout out Spirit for making this connection happen, yeah, bro. I'd love to Spirit. sit down, you know, um, once again on the podcast and maybe a couple months from now and just uh, catch up with the process and see how everything's oh, going. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be back. You know what I'm saying? We'll, we'll work it out. Yeah, man. And, so, and yeah. Regardless, even if it's not on the podcast, bro, let's just link up and uh, chill some time. Or maybe, shit, maybe I'll see you up at Legacy. Yeah, come up at Legacy. Or I'll bring you on my podcast. Oh, dude, I would be honored to be on your fucking podcast, yeah, bro. We can drop some free game on there, too, man. Yeah, I love set it. it up. I love it. A little uh, a little fair exchange. Yeah, for I like sure. it. I like it. Um, So let's go ahead and plug these people in, man. Where can they find you? Uh, You can find me on Instagram, um, TikTok. Trav the Mogul. Uh, everything. Right. Trav the Mogul. T-R-A-V-T-H-E-M-O-G-U-L. Yes, sir. Um, on everything. Um, Twitter? Twitter. Trav the Mogul. Yeah. LinkedIn? Nah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a LinkedIn, but. Not active. Not, not active. active. All right. I love it, man. So uh, find that boy. Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. You guys know where to find him. Also, check out Legacy uh, Barn Lounge. What is it? Uh, Legacy Restaurant and Bar. Restaurant Legacy bar. Lounge. Yeah, man. Y'all pull up. Come get something to eat. Come vibe. You can bring your girl. You can bring your side chick. You can bring whoever you your want. Your auntie. Whoever the fuck yeah. you want, man. Be anybody you want to be in Legacy. Yes, sir. I love yeah. it, man. I love it. And uh, it's, you know, Shout out to all you guys and uh, all the big things you guys are doing over there. Yeah. Um, you're on the path to success, man. I love having people like you on the podcast that yeah. um got a good head on the shoulders and and know what the fuck they're doing, you know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I appreciate you, brother. We'll run it again soon for sure. Yeah, appreciate y'all.